Several months ago, our beloved Sheikh, he came to this masjid and he spoke on وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّ حُمْبًا That the love a believer should have for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So tonight we want to give you part two of that bayan And that is Allah ta'ala's love for the believers Actually every true love is always two-way Every true love is always two-way The truest love is the love that between Allah Ta'ala and the believers So Allah Ta'ala expressed this two-way love in Qur'an يُحِبُّهُمْ وَيُحِبُّونَهُ يُحِبُّهُمْ Allah Ta'ala loves the believers يُحِبُّهُمْ Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala loves the believers وَيُحِبُّونَهُ and the believers love Him in fact, in so many places in Qur'an, Allah Ta'ala has mentioned this two-way relationship. But normally, the believers are mentioned first, then Allah Ta'ala mentions Himself second. For example, when Allah Ta'ala mentions zikr, Allah Ta'ala said in Qur'an, فَذْكُرُونِ أَذْكُرْكُمْ That, O believers, you will make zikr of me first, then Allah said, I will make zikr of you. So here the mention was made of two-way. Believers first must make the first step to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They must turn to Allah ta'ala and remember Him, and then Allah ta'ala will remember them. Another place in Quran, Allah ta'ala said, وَالَّذِينَ جَاهُدُوا فِينَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبْلَنَا وَالَّذِينَ جَاهُدُوا فِينَا That when those believers who strive for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if they strive with their body, that's called jihad. If they strive with their knowledge, that's called ijtihad. If they strive with their ruh and their nafs, that's called mujahada, mujahada. وَالَّذِينَ جَاهُدُوا فِينَا And those who strive for Allah, لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبْلَنَا Allah Ta'ala said they will strive first, then surely, assuredly, Allah Ta'ala will guide them to many paths leading to Him. So here again, the mention of believers came first, and Allah Ta'ala mentioned Himself second. But when it came to this relationship of love, Allah Ta'ala changed the order. Allah Ta'ala changes the order. Hmm? You can even see. There, there are many more examples in Quran where Allah Ta'ala put the believers first. But when it came to the mention of love, yuhibbuhum. First Allah Ta'ala mentioned that He loves them. Yuhibbuhum. He, Allah, loves them, the believers. Yuhibbunahu. And then they love Him. The believers love Allah. Allah Akbar so actually it means in our deen that yes, we must love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but we are already the beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Akbar Most people they think that you should try to love Allah ta'ala and you keep trying and then maybe you become lover and then if you become deep lover ultimately you will become mahboob you will end up as the beloved of Allah ta'ala. 
So it begins that you are the beloved of Allah Ta'ala. Yuhibbuhum wa yuhibbunahu. He loves them and they love him. This is the way Allah Ta'ala has expressed his love for believers in Quran al-Kareem. Now, our love for Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, difference between the way we love Allah Ta'ala and the way Allah Ta'ala loves us. So it's a two-way love, but there's a difference. Our love for Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, no matter the best of believers, our love for Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, no matter how true, no matter how deep, no matter how pure, there's one element in that love. And that is called gharaz, matlab. It means, it means in English that a person also wants something back. We love Allah Ta'ala truly, but we don't love Allah Ta'ala entirely selflessly. There's a slight selfish aspect of this love. But it doesn't mean if we love Allah Ta'ala, we'll get jannah, gharaz, matlab. If we want jannah, if we love Allah Ta'ala, He will forgive us, gharaz, matlab, He will forgive us. There's some goal, some objective, some underlining or accompanying reason to why we love Allah SWT and that's true even in any love that we have all human loves are like this a human being only knows how to love with ghadaz and matlam even if the husband and wife no matter how happily married they are ultimately there's some ghadaz wife thinks okay I will take care of my husband now he will provide for me take care of me in my old age husband thinks okay I will give my wife love now she will be of khidmat, of service to me later. Some gharas are to parent children. Our parents truly love their children. But there's some gharas that they will support me when I grow old. They will give me love when I need it. Children truly love their parents. But some gharas, some matlab, that okay, but my parents will help me, train me, educate me. So there's always some accompanying. It's not impure. It's not wrong. It's also pure. But there's some accompanying gharas matlab. So this is the best way we can explain to you in English. Every love has a gharaz. There's only one love that does not have a gharaz. And that's the love Allah Ta'ala has for believers. Allah Ta'ala loves the believers absolutely for their own sake. He gains nothing from it whatsoever. He gains nothing from loving us. He proclaimed in Quran, يُحِبُّهُمْ He loved them. But he himself, because Allah Ta'ala can never gain from anything. He has no need of anything. He is al-mustaghni al-ghani. He's absolutely free from all want and all need. So he loves us purely, absolutely for our own sake, for our own selves. Allah Ta'ala is different. So what does it mean? Then that in this relationship, in this two-way love relationship, Allah Ta'ala is the better lover. Allah Ta'ala is the greatest lover. Allah Ta'ala is the true lover. So we will say what? That Allah Ta'ala, I love you, but I also love you for myself. Hmm? And Allah Ta'ala will say to us that I love you only for myself. Allah Akbar Kameera. So pure love. Pure love. Second, that in any relationship, any other type of love, if you want, you must travel to your beloved. You must travel to your beloved person. Lover must travel to beloved. Or there's a danger that the lover may be separated from their beloved. Or there's a danger that the lover and beloved may become distant from each other. So they may be distant from each other. They may be separated from each other. Therefore, they may have to travel to each other. But in this love, Allah Ta'ala's love for the believers, He wanted to eliminate any such concept. Allah Ta'ala's love for the believers, He wanted to eliminate any such concept. 
So what did he say in Quran? Huwa ma'akum aina ma'kuntum. That Allah Ta'ala is with you wherever you are. Allah Ta'ala is your companion wherever you might be. A new form of love. There's no other love you can have like that. Your wife cannot always be with you. Parent cannot always be with you. Shaykh cannot always be with you. Whatever love you have, there's no other love like that. Allah Ta'ala wanted to say, this is different love. Huwa ma'akum aina ma'akuntum. And let somebody think there may be some distance. Allah Ta'ala cleared this up also. So, inni kareem. He said in Quran that know that I, Allah, inni. Indeed I, Allah Ta'ala saying, indeed I, Allah, kareeb. I'm close to you. I'm near to you. Now once Allah Ta'ala proclaims his qurb, once Allah Ta'ala declares his intimate nearness, there's no concept of distance, no concept of lover and beloved being distant, no concept of lover and beloved being separate. Allahu Akbar Kabira, this is a big difference, big difference. Hmm? Then, if you look at another aspect of love, so if the lover and the beloved, Allah Ta'ala's lover, tonight's topic, Otherwise, other topic, part one, we are lovers and Allah is beloved. Tonight we're looking at the other side, Allah is lover, we are beloved. You say, Buhum, Allah is lover, we are beloved. So then the lover has to express the love to the beloved. So the whole Quran al-Kareem is the expression of Allah Ta'ala's love for his beloved believers. And Allah Ta'ala keeps saying, Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu. Lover talking to his beloved. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu. Lover yearning for beloved. Wallahu yadu ila daris salam. Wallahu yad Allah Ta'ala saying Quran that Allah Ta'ala is inviting you, calling you to daris salam, to the abode of everlasting peace, to the abode of everlasting joy, to the place of pure love. What does the lover want? The lover wants that if they invite their beloved, they want to do everything for their beloved. They want to lay everything out for their beloved. So what Allah Ta'ala says in Quran, وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا أَنفُسُكُمْ That you will have there whatever you want. Hmm? This is the way lover talks to their beloved. Hmm? That, oh, you come and we'll arrange everything. Oh, subhanAllah. You come and we'll take care of everything. You come and we'll do everything. This is what Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran. So here, Allah Ta'ala is lover. Allah Ta'ala is lover and the believers are beloved. Allah Ta'ala is lover and the believers are beloved. Then sometimes what happens when the lover loves his beloved and he feels that the beloved is estranged so the lover sends a messenger. Hmm? Lover sends a messenger and a message when they feel their beloved has become estranged from them. So Allah Ta'ala is lover. Believers are beloved. So Allah Ta'ala sends anbiya, mursaleen, prophets and messengers alayhi salam ajma'in to call back, call them back, hmm? to bring them back, to remind them back. Hmm? So message is Quran and messenger is Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Message and messenger sent by lover to beloved. Message and messenger sent by lover to beloved. So this is the relationship. This is the unique feature of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's love for us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's love for us. And then if you look that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has expressed his love in another way. These are his sifat. So Allah says, Asma'ul Husna, they refer to His Sifat and His attributes. So these attributes also express Allah Ta'ala's love for His beloved believers. So Allah says, Al-Razzaq, Al-Razzaq, He provides sustenance. This is His active love for us. This is an active love Allah Ta'ala takes care of us. 
Like we say to someone, that if we love them, I'll take care of you. This is the way we profess our love. This is one aspect of love, that I will take care of you. And this is the, when you have a flawed relationship, you say, he doesn't really love me. Wife will say about husband, he doesn't really love me. You ask her, why do you say that? He doesn't really love me. She said, because he doesn't take care of me. He doesn't take care of me. So take, caretaking means love. Caretaking means love. Allah Ta'ala made this clear also then. Not even Razik al-Razak. Al-Razak. Allah Ta'ala is the deep lover, true lover. It's Mubala. It means Allah Ta'ala is the super caretaker. Super provider. Allah Akbar Kabira. This is also a relationship of Allah Ta'ala's love for believers. Allah Ta'ala's love for believers in this attribute of being Al-Razak. Being Al-Razak. What does it mean? Razak doesn't just mean money. It means Allah Ta'ala fulfills all the needs of that person. Their physical risk, their spiritual risk, their emotional risk, their intellectual risk. Allah Ta'ala provides each and every single thing for them. Then those of the believers who are salihin, mu'mineen, that Allah Ta'ala becomes their wali. He becomes their extra special friend their kind, loving benefactor, this is the love that Allah SWT gives. Then another aspect of Allah Ta'ala's love, Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, Allama al-insana ma lam ya'lam that Allah Ta'ala will grant knowledge to humanity what they never knew. Allah Ta'ala will grant knowledge to humanity what they never knew. Even generally you can call the whole aspect of Allah Ta'ala being al-hadi, his hidayah. That the lover wants to guide. This is upon Allah Ta'ala's expression of love. So if a person gets hidayah from Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala guides that person what to do. Allah Ta'ala guides that person what to decide. Allah Ta'ala guides that person what to feel. This is all the love from Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. This is all part of Allah Ta'ala's love for the believers. But our Mashaikh explained another beautiful thing. That if Allah Ta'ala, when, when Allah Ta'ala loves the believers, one sign that Allah Ta'ala has placed the acceptance of that love. What does it mean? So Allah Ta'ala sends His love in the believer's heart. But some believer's hearts, they don't accept that love. Some believer's hearts, they don't accept that love. Just like you have all the time the radio wave is being broadcast. But if the radio is off, it doesn't receive the signal. Signal is being broadcast, but radio is off, it doesn't receive the signal. So Allah Ta'ala sends signal of His love on Alladina Amanu, but there's some Alladina Amanu, they keep the receiver off. They keep the receiver off. Who are those people? Those are the ones who are involved in other love. They have other lovers. They have other beloveds. Hmm? They have other lovers. They have other beloveds. Maybe it's their mahram, maybe it's dunya, maybe it's themselves. They have other lovers, they have other beloveds. Maybe it's their work, it's their job, it's their factory, it's their clinic, it's their money, their degree, their education. They have other lovers, they have other beloveds. If they have other lovers, other beloveds, then that means they turn the receiver off. Signs that a person, if a person wants to know, how do I know? Had Allah Ta'ala given me tawfiq, that my receiver is on, and I'm receiving this love from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, to explain beautifully, that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves that person and gives that person tawfiq to accept that love, the sign is that Allah ta'ala takes out the love for dunya from that person's heart. 
That person views dunya as unworthy. That person views dunya as unworthy of their love because they got love from Allah SWT. Like you can see in humans also. So, husband loves wife. Husband loves wife. If wife receives that love from the husband, then love for all other men will be out of her heart. Love for all other men will be out of her heart if she receives the love from her husband. And if she chooses not to receive the love from husband, if she turns the receiver off, husband is giving love, signal is broadcast, but she turns the receiver off, then she can fall in love with any mehram, fall in love with any mehram. So sign the receiver is on, that we receive the love Allah Ta'ala has for believers, is the love for the world is taken out of our heart. Because now the dunya is unworthy of our love. Because person feels that they're the beloved of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, that person who feels they're the beloved of Allah Ta'ala, the dunya can never be beloved to them. You understand? That person who feels they're the beloved of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, the dunya can never be beloved to them. They feel about the dunya the way Allah Ta'ala proclaims about the dunya in Quran, قُلْ مَتَعُ الدُّنْيَا that proclaim to them, my beloved Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, mata'ud dunya, the material stuff of the dunya, the physical realm of the dunya, all of it is qaleel, it is but a trifle, it is insignificant, it is unworthy. It is unworthy. Allahu Akbar Kabira. This is a sign that a person is receiving that love. And so if they don't have that, if they still have a lot of love for dunya, they're super busy in dunya. They're always involved in dunya. Their mind is always thinking about dunya. They always want to earn more and more and more dunya. That means they're not yet receiving the love for Allah Ta'ala in their heart. They're not receiving and absorbing and retaining the love for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala in the heart. Second sign, second sign that a person is receiving this love for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is that Allah Ta'ala occupies that person in deen. Occupies that person in deen. Because the beloved, when they enjoy the love they get from the lover, again, tonight, Pian, Allah Ta'ala is lover, believer is beloved. The beloved, when they enjoy the love that they get from the lover, now all they want to do is the work of their lover. That's it. There's nothing else that interests them anymore. They just want more love from their lover. When they get the sweetness and pleasure of the love from their lover, all they want is more love from their lover. The second sign, Allah Ta'ala makes that person engaged in deen. There may be many aspects to that. They may be involved in any aspect of deen. Might be ibadat, might be akhlaq, might be dawat, might be khidmat, might be ilm. There's so many things. But this is the only engagement, their only passion. Hmm? They engage in deen with their body, with their mind, with their tongue, with their heart. They engage in deen publicly, they engage in deen privately. They're engaged in deen collectively. They're engaged in deen individually. Then one of the other signs that Allah loves a person is Allah Ta'ala sends a test upon them. Allah Ta'ala sends a test upon them. So this is a saying of the Arabs. Saying of the Arabs. That when Allah loves one of his servants and slaves, Allah Ta'ala put them in some test. Allah Ta'ala put them in some test. So, our Hazrati, he wants to explain this beautifully in the cough syrup. It says, shake well before use. Ya Allah Akbar, shake well before use. So, he says, Allah Ta'ala sends a special love on the believer, he shakes them well. Before use, use is called Jannah. Hmm? 
use is called genital for those. Allahu Akbar Kabira. Shake well before use. Hmm? So one of the signs Allah Ta'ala loves, loves a person. Hmm? And that person becomes beloved of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala that he sends some tests his way. Now maybe you, there are two meanings of this. One test can be difficulty, worry in life. Another test, Allahu Akbar Kabira, the real test. Another test, the real test, is Allah Ta'ala gives him the opportunity to sin. This is the real test. You think this is the test. No, Allah Ta'ala sends him worry, difficulty, setbacks, failure in my life. You call that trials and tribulations. That's nothing. <laughs> nothing. The real test, trial, tribulation Allah Ta'ala sends is he puts in front of that person the opportunity to sin. To test. Hmm? Sometimes lover tests their beloved. Hmm? Love is 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 muhabbat ko This love will be tested and tried and examined and screened. Hmm? Like people today, they have their quality control testing department. Allah hmm? This is a big test. Hmm? Opportunity to sin. This lasts all the way to cover. Muttaqeen tested like this. Salihin tested like this. Siddiqeen, Sadiqeen tested like this. Oliyar even tested like this. Allah Akbar Kabira. Hmm? Hmm? Ordinary believer. Ordinary believer, they can't pass this test. They can't pass it. And you ask them, but look, Allah Ta'ala loved you so much, He let you go to Umrah. Allah Ta'ala loved you so much, He gave you tawfiq for Hajj. Allah Ta'ala loved you so much, He gave you such nice house, such beautiful wife, such lovely children. And Allah Ta'ala threw a scrap of dunya at you and you couldn't resist it. You couldn't resist it. Hmm? Allah Ta'ala tests. Allah Ta'ala tests that person. But if the person passes that test, hmm, then they get a special love from Allah Ta'ala. Even more than that love which is giving tawfiq for tahajjud, tawfiq for hajj umrah, tawfiq for dawah, tawfiq for ilm, even more than that is the love that Allah Ta'ala grants that believer who passes this test and they given the opportunity of sin and they pass it by. They let it go. They could have gotten some more creation love, makhluk love. They let it go. I'm busy enjoying khalik love. Yeah, I'm busy enjoying khalik love. I pass over this makhluk love. It's a test. This is the test. Now you understand? I told you the terms of the test. If you want to prove yourself true for a khalik love, a khalik is Allah, creator. Allah Ta'ala will test you with makhluk love. And then see which one chooses makhluk love and which one chooses khalik love. Which one wants the love of creation and which one wants the love from their creator. Hmm? This will be test from Allah Ta'ala. Again, that creation might be ramiram, that creation might be money, that creation might be fame. Oh, there's so many types of makhluk. Hmm? So many types, so many aspects of makhluk. Then if a person passes this test, this test, then Allah Ta'ala gives them another love. This is the love given to muttaqeen. Muttaqeen are the ones who pass this test. So who are muttaqeen? In awliya'uhu illa muttaqoon. Allah Ta'ala said in Quran that who are the awliya'ullah except the people of taqwa. What did Allah Ta'ala give them? Allah mentioned in Quran, Allah inna awliya'ullahi la khawfun alayhim wa la hum yahdunun. So Allah Ta'ala expresses his love in another way. 
it takes out the khawf and huzn from them. Now they have no more fear and never will they have any grief or sorrow. The ulama mentioned many expressions of this. Number one, they will have no more fear in this world and they will have no sorrow in the next life. Number two, they have no more fear from their nafs and shaitan's wasasa can never make them. They have no fear from shaitan and their nafs can never give them cause to have sorrow and grief again. La khawfun alayhim wa la hum this is expression of love from Allah SWT. This is expression of love from Allah SWT. But for who? For those of His beloved who passed the test of love. Hmm? Those of His beloved who passed the test of love. Then Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. In some hadith he mentioned more. That when Allah Ta'ala loves a person, and when they reach this stage, these muttaqeen awliyaullah, so one is this, then the Biyakarim says, Hadith, Hadith, the Qudsi narrated by Imam Bukhari, Hadith Qudsi means that Sayyidina Rasulullah, he said, Allah Ta'ala said, Allah Ta'ala said, that what happens when Allah Ta'ala loves a person? When Allah Ta'ala loves a person, Kuntu sam'uhu alladhi yasma'u bi, wa basaruhu alladhi yubsiru bi, wa yaduhu alladhi yabtishu biha, وَرِجْلُهُ الَّتِي يَمْشِي بِهَا وَإِن سَأَلَنِي لَأُعْطِيَنَّ It means Allah Ta'ala says, I become the hearing through which He hears, the sight through which He sees, the hand through which He grabs, the foot through which He walks, and if He asks me any single thing, if He asks me any single thing, وَإِن سَأَلَنِي لَأُعْطِيَنَّهُ I surely, definitely grant him whatsoever he asks. This person became mahboob. Mahboob of Allah SWT. The second level of beloved. When is, we begin as beloved. This person stayed true to that. That person stayed true beloved. They proved themselves true and worthy of that. Hmm? Now what does this mean? The Mahdasin explained this because normally when you just translate it, people don't understand. What does it mean? Allah Ta'ala becomes the ears through which we hear and the eyes through which we see, etc. So the many ways to explain, one way is this, that now this person only hears that which Allah Ta'ala wishes him to hear. They've reached this level of taqwa, that they only hear and see according to the wish of Allah Ta'ala, means they use their ears and their eyes within the boundaries of Sharia. And this is why in our Sharia, this is what's been mentioned. That the unlawful love, makhluk love, lower your gaze, don't look at it. Basr, lower your gaze. Sama, don't listen to that romantic talk. Don't listen to those romantic songs. Don't listen to that romantic lyrics. Don't look at those things. Don't listen to those things. Hmm? Sights and sounds. Hmm? So the sights and sounds of the dunya no longer attract this person. The sights and sounds of makhluk no longer attract this person. Hmm? And then they become so beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He grants them whatsoever He asks. Why? Because they got Allah Ta'ala's special love. So this is the nature of love. That when the lover loves their beloved, they can do anything for them. They say, whatever you ask, hmm? whatever you ask, whatever you ask. Hmm? Then Nabi Akin sallallahu alayhi wa mentioned another deed. It's also in the Sahih of Imam Bukhari, Allah Ta'ala. That inna min ibadillahi la aqsama ala Allahi la abarrahu. 
that indeed there's these people from the blessed servants and slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that if they say something and they say it by invoking Allah Ta'ala's name that's called qasam la'abarrahu Allah Ta'ala fulfills their word he makes their words come true here was he makes their wishes come true hmm? he makes their wishes come true here what he makes their words come true Allah Akbar Kabira this is the love Allah Ta'ala has for believers. This is the love Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala has for believers. So we have to think. We have to think. Hmm? If we began as beloved, but did we stay beloved? Hmm? Did we pass these tests? Did we pass the test of dunya? Did we pass the test of sin? Did we pass the test of creation? Or did we fail those tests? And what cost? What was the cost? We could also have been, every mu'min has the potential to be like these people. These awliya muttaqeen, every believer has that potential. That their wishes become true, their words become true. That their wishes become true, their words become true. Then you can just imagine, all your worries would be finished. (laughs) All your worries would be finished. And then, that other test I told you, with the first test, the worries and difficulties in this world, so that is the test Allah Ta'ala sends on Anbiya. Anbiya, most often the story is given of Sayyidina Ayyub alayhi salam. Sayyidina Ayyub alayhi salam tested him. Allahu Akbar Kabira. You would know with severe skin disease and illness, such a trial and tribulation that after some time his wife even was not able to tolerate the disease anymore. Then he was left all alone, abandoned. Hmm? But in his heart, he never stopped loving Allah Even though he knew with yaqeen, us also know that whatever is happening is due to the wish of Allah Whatever is happening happens due to the will and decree and izn of Allah He knew that. But for even one second, his heart did not stop loving Allah so Allah Ta'ala then mentions the reward for him. Reward for him in Qur'an. وَوَهَبْنَا لَهُ أَهْلَهُ وَمِثْلَهُمْ مَعَهُمْ That Allah Ta'ala says that we return to him. We gifted him back his ahl, his wife and spouse. وَمِثْلَهُمْ مَعَهُمْ And again the like of them along with it. We doubled it. We doubled it back. رَحْمَةً مِنَّا وَذِكْرَ لِأُولِ الْأَلْبَابِ As a mercy from us. And as an advice, as a sign for who? Ulul Adab, the people of Lub, the people who understand things from their heart. Ulul Albab are those who understand things from their heart. Others, they understand things from their akal, they understand things from their mind. Hmm? Allah Ta'ala tested Nabi Ibrahim that you slaughter your son. Hmm? Slaughter your son, first abandon him as a baby. Leave him alone with his mother in a place where there's no water. Hmm? Okay, pass that test. Allah Ta'ala granted them son. 18, 20 years later, second test, slaughter him. Allah Ta'ala test. Allah Ta'ala test. So the real, real thing, it's not just that Ibrahim obeyed the command, but to be tried to, he had need to obey it. The real, real wondrous delight of him is all the time in his heart, he never loved Allah Ta'ala less. 
He didn't love Allah Ta'ala one drop less even when Allah Ta'ala asked him to slaughter his son. This was his real kama, his real wonder and his real perfection of Nabi Ibrahim salam. And obviously Allah SWT in the very beginning tested Sayyidina Adam by taking him out of Jannah. And you just imagine this. We can't imagine like that. And actually Allah Ta'ala to reassure us tells Nabi Karim Salaam told in Hadith and Allah Ta'ala mentioned in Quran وَخَالَدِينَ فِيهَا أَبَدَا that don't worry, once you make it into Jannah you will never be taken out. Once you make it in, inshallah Ta'ala make us all into Jannah you will never be taken out. There's only one, one human being who has to go through that test and his name is Sayyidina Adam Now can you imagine that you live in Jannah that Allah knows. We don't know how many Thousands of years, maybe billions of years, Sayyidina Adam lived in Jannah. And then you have to come and live on this little planet Earth. Hmm? Can you imagine what a test that is? Hmm? That you used to live like that, and now you live like this. If I put you in that test, you won't be able to do it. If I take you for a four-bedroom house to a three-bedroom house, you'll be worried. <laughs> you'll feel sad. I take you from a four-door car to a two-door car, you'll be sad. I take you from car to motorcycle. Huh? Like we say, I have to car wala sinakalka, cycle wala banadu. Pereshana jayenge. Huh? Allah ta'ala say, Allah sin jannat wala sinakalka, dunya wala banadiya. Hmm? A big test. Big test. Allah akbar kibira. Hmm? How could you live on earth after you lived in jannah? Hmm? Ajeeb. And in jannah, Nabi Adam alayhi salam could see Allah ta'ala and in earth he couldn't see Allah subhanahu ta'ala. This is the biggest test. How could you go from a life like that to a life like this? Hmm? Big test from Allah SWT. Oh, Allah SWT tested these anbiya. Hmm? And then Sayyidina Rasulullah said in hadith that all the anbiya were tested and I was tested more than all of them. Now I just gave you three tests. Sayyidina Adam alayhi salam, Sayyidina Ayyub alayhi salam, Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam, what type of test they went through. And the Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa said, I was tested more than all of them. Hmm. to because we are not that level of beloved that Anbiya are, so we won't get that level of test. It means that even when it comes to Anbiya, Allah doesn't give this love for free. <laughs> this love will be tested. This love will be tested. Hmm? Here, so we were telling you that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's attributes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's attributes mention different ways that He has sent His love, sent His love for the believers. Now another thing about this is that attribute is the expression of Allah ta'ala's love for the believer, but it's also supposed to give rise to even more love from the believer. So if Allah Ta'ala's al-Razaq, that's his part, a particular aspect of his love for us, that's supposed to make us under razaq that's supposed to give us a particular more love for him. More love for him. I remember Hazrati when he came to your South Africa, and he saw how the lion trainer, so that he feeds the, the lion trainer, goes in, and the, the lion doesn't do anything to the trainer. So they asked him, they said, that because he gives the lion food, so because he is the one who gives the lion the food, the lion loves that one and he never will attack him. <laughs> so then if the lion animal is like that, that that makhluk, 
human makhluk creation who gives the lion the food, the lion loves them back for this. Then imagine how much Abdul Razak should love Allah Razak. That Allah Ta'ala has Razak, He has given everything to that Abd. Hmm? So this also Allah Ta'ala's attributes are His love for us, but they also are to create our love for Him even more. To give rise to a new type of love for us. So here, first is this, Allah Ta'ala gives us risk. Second, Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala, in this risk He also gives us health. This is a gift from Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. Gift from Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. You see when a person they get sick, so they go to doctors and doctor says what? That you have bacterial infection. So you ask doctor, what's bacteria? So this small thing you see under the microscope. So you say, doctor, how did that get in my body? So oh, there are millions of them everywhere. <laughs> there are millions of them everywhere. So how come I never got sick before? There are billions, b- trillions of them everywhere. So if there are trillions of bacteria everywhere all the time, every single time you didn't get sick, that was Allah SWT preserving you from getting sick. Trillions and trillions of bacteria all the time. You make a round in the hospital, Iyadatul Mariz to go visit some sick person, you will go through zillions of bacteria in that visit, and you will come out, you will still be fine. And that person is sitting in the bed, why? He's got bacterial infection. Allah Akbar Kabira. This is the Karam and Fazl of Allah SWT. Karam and Fazl of Allah SWT, really, if we knew how to value our health, you would feel beloved. Even just being healthy, you would feel like you were the beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even just being healthy, you would feel like you were the beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But we don't feel like that. We don't think like that. We take our health for granted. Normally a person only knows to appreciate their health when they get sick. They only appreciate the knee when they get knee pain. They only appreciate the sight when they lose their sight. They only appreciate anything when it's deprived from them. But when it's deprived from them, as all of you know, then it's too late. Too late. Then not just our health, but our very life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did hifazat of us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did hifazat of our life. Every time you go somewhere in the car, Allah ta'ala did hifazat. We came to you in one, one and a half hour journey, whatever it was, Allah ta'ala did hifazat. How many accidents can happen on the way? Hmm? Every single time you travel, Allah Ta'ala does hifaz. If any accident happens on the highway, you could have been one minute, 30 seconds, you missed that accident by 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Maybe you would think there was one person who, they told me this story of theirs. They were driving from New York to D.C. And they said that, you know, that day when I was leaving, all of a sudden I forgot something and I went back in and it took me 10-15 seconds. And that day on the highway, just 10, 15, right in front of me, there was a big car pile up and I just missed it by 10 seconds. And then I realized that if I hadn't forgot whatever that thing was that I had forgotten, and I hadn't been delayed by those 10 seconds, I would have been in that car pile up. Subhanallah. Allah Akbar So they viewed it like that. And they were absolutely correct that Allah Ta'ala caused them to forget whatever that thing was that they left. So Allah Ta'ala saved us. Okay, now, if something bad happens to you, so you say, okay, somebody stole from me. Okay, somebody stole from my business. All right. Now, what do you think? At a 100% rate, how many people do you think plan to steal from you? And how many times did Allah Ta'ala protect you from their plans? Allahu Alam, how many people, they were like that? 
this is maybe one percent of the people who plan, they actually managed to steal from me. They actually managed to steal from me. So this only Allah Ta'ala knows. Allah Ta'ala says in Quran, Allahu And Allah Ta'ala knows best and knows more. Who are your enemies? Who wishes you evil? Who wishes you ill? Allah Ta'ala will take care of it. If you have tawakkal on Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Tawakkal on Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Then another form of risk is our family. This is also a bounty from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is also an expression of love from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ask that person who doesn't have family, ask that person who lives alone, ask some of those immigrants from India, Pakistan, wherever in this country, they're all alone. Do you ask them, oh, my wife and children are back in the country. Hmm? Ask them what it means to have family around you. Ask that person who's an orphan, the value of parents. Ask those parents who don't have children, the value of children. Ask that woman who's unmarried, the value of spouse. Ask that man whose wife died before him, the value of having a wife in your old age. Hmm? So this gift of family is also from the love from Allah Taala. That's what Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran about the marriage. That what? That Allah Ta'ala says, I place between you mawadda, mawadda, loving and affection, love, affection, warahmah and mercy. This is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala places love and mercy between the spouse. This is the karam and fazl of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Karam and fazl of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So all of this was from the attribute of Allah ta'ala being al-razaq. That Allah ta'ala is another attribute, al-halim. Al-halim, this is also Allah ta'ala's love. What does al-halim mean? Halim, hil means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not punish a person even though Allah Ta'ala is well within his right, it's the haqq of Allah Ta'ala to punish that person, and it is in the quwa, the power of Allah Ta'ala to punish that person. It is his right and in his power to punish that person. Why is it in his right? Because the first time we sinned with our eye, Allah Ta'ala should have made us blind. There would have been justice. The first lie we spoke with our tongue, he should have made us mute. The first bad, impure thought we had in our mind, he should have removed our mental capacity. It was Allah Ta'ala's haqq that he is Al-Hadim. Al-Hadim. So he withholds his punishment. And in fact, Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala in Quran says, وَقَانَ اللَّهُ أَلِيمًا حَلِيمًا Alim first. It means Allah Ta'ala is showing it. He knows everything you do. But still he doesn't punish you just yet. He knew when you wanted to sin. He saw you walking towards the sin. He saw you having a second thought. Maybe I should, out of fear of Allah Ta'ala, I should fear Allah and not do sin. He saw you choose the sin over Him. He saw you stamp out whatever fear and hesitation you had. He saw you go ahead with the sin anyway. He saw you indulge the sin. He saw you get the pleasure of sin. He knew all of that. And even though He knew all of Allah Ta'ala knows all of that, He still withholds His punishment from you. So the person was supposed to become Abdul Halim, the person was supposed to love that greatest lover, Allah Ta'ala, we were supposed to love him back even more, love him back even more, when we realize that Allah Ta'ala is so Halim, so Halim. Hmm? Can you think anybody in this world, forget Yaqeen, even if you suspect someone, even if you suspect that someone might disobey you, you will be against them, you won't wait, you will immediately act against them. Hmm? And Allah Ta'ala Alim and Halima, He knows everything. 
and he still withholds his punishment. Then also has another attribute, as that not only does he withhold his punishment, he also covers up for us. Ya Allah, as has one meaning, covering up sin. It has no other concept of covering up. Covering, concealing sin. Ya Allah, concealing our sin, as and concealing it from the near ones, concealing it from the dear ones, concealing it from the public, concealing it from the family. as Allah Ta'ala works at it. It's a dynamic attribute. It's not that passively Allah Ta'ala actively conceals the sin of the sinner. So this is like the way the lover is, right? Like when the mother loves her son and she knows the son did something bad, so she hides it from the father. She conceals it from the father. Why? Because the mother's love is like that. She conceals it. Later father finds out he gets upset. So why did you hide it from me? Why did you conceal it from me? But she said, but that's my love. <laughs> That's my love for the son. I had to conceal it. I had to hide it. Hmm? So then, so then a person was supposed to become Abdul Sattar, Abdul Sattar, to love Allah Subhanahu even more, to love that greatest lover Allah Subhanahu even more. Then not only did Allah Taala conceal the sins, but despite the sins, Allah Taala makes people praise us, makes people think fondly of us. Allah Akbar. Anytime our Messiah says that anytime anybody praises you, they're actually praising the sifat sattari the attribute of Allah Ta'ala being a sattar. They're not praising you, they're praising Allah Ta'ala's perfectly gift-wrapping you in this cloak of secrecy that you outwardly look beautiful and Allah Ta'ala hid your inward reality of ugliness. So how much did you love that Allah Ta'ala? How much should you love that Allah Ta'ala who loves us so much, he is as-sattar. He is as-sattar. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has another attribute. <coughs> and this is the Allah subhanahu and I explained this to you already, but Allah does al-hadi. And this again is Allah is always sending his hidayah. Allah never forgets the believers. Now the believers might forget him, but Allah never forgets the believers. Allah never will never not guide a believer as long as that believer wants that guidance. So Allah tried to make us understand this that in every salah you must recite Surah Fatiha and every Surah Fatiha was the master dua ihdina, ihdina, ihdina sirat al-mustaqeem always asking for hidayah, always asking for hidayah. So we were supposed to be people of ihdina and Allah Ta'ala's al-hadi always granting hidayah so we were supposed to make ourselves Abdul Hadi, Abdul Hadi, Abdul Hadi. Hmm? So there's no concept, in other words, there's no concept of betrayal, disloyalty, faithlessness in the lover called Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Hmm? Allah Ta'ala is the perfectly loyal lover, the perfectly faithful lover, the perfectly adoring lover. Hmm? But now if somebody has a lover like that, somebody has a lover like that, somebody is so lucky to be the beloved of the lover like that, so then how much should they love Allah SWT back? How much should they Love Allah SWT back. Allah has two more attributes. Al-Hannan and Al-Mannan. 
to become the Abd, Abdul Wali, the servant and slave of that Allah Ta'ala, one and only Allah Ta'ala, who has befriended us. Now what does it mean? Now you will see in this world, if there's a friend, there's a certain limit to every friendship. There's only certain number of times your friend will forgive you. There's only certain number of betrayals your friend will accept. Eventually he will end the friendship. He will end the friendship. Allah does not like that. Al-Wali, he is the true friend, everlasting friend, everlasting friend, unending friendship. No matter how many times that Allah-Zina Amunu person sins, Allah Ta'ala will not break his friendship with them. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran, Allahu Wali Allah-Zina Amunu yukhrijuhum min al-zulamati ila nur. Allah Ta'ala is the Wali of those who believe and he takes them out. It, he himself, he befriends them and takes them out from the zulamat and to nur. He takes them out from darknesses and to nur and to light. Hmm? You can never break the, the friend who never breaks his friendship. Allahu Akbar hmm? If you have a friend like that, hmm? you have a lover like that, you have Manan like that, Hanan like that, Sattar like that, Halim like that, Zak like that. Hmm? You're going to go on and on and on. We can go on and on and on with the attributes of Allah SWT. Hmm? So Allah Ta'ala's love is so untiring, unending, limitless for us. Can we not learn and be trained how to have this untiring love for Allah? How we can also learn to have unending love for Allah SWT. This is what our Mashaikh teach. This is what the Mashaikh of the Sawwuf Tariqat they teach. How a person can get this love for Allah on their heart. How they can feel, feel, receive it on. How they can feel and absorb the love Allah has for them. And how they can love Allah back. That Allah who already loves them. Hmm? Our sometimes he used to say this poem in Urdu. Hmm? It means it's almost like saying it's a game of ishq. It's a Game of Ishq. Hmm? Agar jeet jai, to tu mera. Agar haal jaun, to me tera. Allah Akbar. If I win, if I win the game, Allah Ta'ala, you become mine. And if I lose, I become yours. Hmm? If I win, you become mine. And if I lose, I become yours. SubhanAllah. It means you can't lose in this love. There's no losing when you come on the path of love. And if you're not on this path of love, you're not trained on this path to feel Allah's love for you. You're not trained on this path to feel your love for Allah. You can lose. <laughs> you might end up losing. Hmm? But as long as you're ishkibazi, as long as you're in this path of love, game of love, round of love, then there's no way you can lose. What does it mean? Explain to you another way. That, Ya Allah, I'm going to try to be your lover. I will spend my whole life trying to be your lover. So either I will succeed, one option, I will succeed. If I succeed, fair. The other option is, okay, maybe I will fail. I will try my whole life to be your true lover. And still I will remain untrue. So for here also the Messiah says, that that person who spent their whole life, not one or two nights, that person who spent their whole life trying, 
and then they died trying to be the lover of Allah Ta'ala, it's against the sifat al-kareemi, sifat of Allah Ta'ala being al-kareem, that Allah Ta'ala will raise that person in the Day of Judgment amongst his enemies, that person who tried his whole life, sincerely, truly tried his whole life to be the true lover of Allah Ta'ala, then Allah Ta'ala out of his karam and fazl, out of his generous grace, he will also make that person stand in the rank of his lovers on the Day of Judgment, May Allah Ta'ala accept each and every one of us. May Allah Ta'ala make us His true muhibbeen. May Allah Ta'ala make us realize that we are His mahbubeen. May Allah Ta'ala help us to feel every single love that He sends to us. May Allah Ta'ala help nurture every kind of love that we have for Him. Let us live our life in this love. We want to die on this love. We want to be raised from our grave in this love. We want to stand in the day of judgment in the rank of His lovers. And we want to enter the jannat of His lovers. Jannat of those, the Jannat of Anbiya, the Jannat of Sahaba, the Jannat of Shuhada, the Jannat of Awliya, the Jannat of all the Ahibba, the Jannat of all those who truly love Him and who are truly beloved to Him. And that path of love is open to everyone. That opportunity of love is open to everyone. But we must connect our hearts with the Messiah who love Allah SWT. We must connect ourselves to the path of those who are beloved to Allah SWT. Then Allah SWT will make it easy for us. May Allah Ta'ala accept our niyat on this night. وَآخِرُ الدَّعْوَانَ أَلْحَمْدُلِلَّهِ رَمْدِ الْآلَمِينَ Before we call Azan, after a few minutes before that, we'll make dua. Before we make dua, we'll make short silent zikr of the heart. Zikr of Qalbi is the method our Mashaim teach to get this love for Allah Ta'ala in the heart. Toba means tonight you can make special Toba. That I make Toba, Ya Allah. Many times I've asked you, Allah Ta'ala, to forgive me for sins. Tonight I make a new Toba. Ya Allah, I ask your forgiveness for not feeling that love you sent upon me, for not acknowledging and honoring that love that you sent upon me, for not being touched by the love you sent me, and I make irada in the future, Ya Rabb, that I want to be your true lover, your true beloved. So go deep into your heart and make intention that Ya Rabb, I seek your forgiveness for all the times I was your untrue lover, even though you were my true lover. I was untrue to the love you sent me. I chose the love of creation over you. I make Tawbah on this night, Ya Rabbi Kareem. I want to only and always be true to you, loyal to you, loving to you, beloved to you. Ya Rabbi, I make Nia on this night. Those who are new who want to make Nia, I make Nia, Ya Rabb. I want to connect my heart to a line of Mashaikh, that by sitting in their gatherings, learning from their teachings, practicing the zikr, Ya Rabbi Kareem, I hope that my heart will also feel your love for me, and my heart will become filled of love for you. Take a few moments, Marakaba, close your eyes, bow your head, and disconnect yourself from the world. Go deep into your heart, your spiritual heart, the heart of your ruh. Make near that you want to fill your heart with love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You want to feel the love coming on your heart from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in shukr of that love, your heart is being purified from that love. And your spiritual heart is making zikr of Allah's name. As if your qalb is calling Allah, Allah, Allah. لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله. سلام فرشتنا بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم.
Revive our dead homes, Ya Rabb. Revive the dead marriages, Ya Rabb. Revive the dead families, Ya Rabb. Any place, Ya Rabbi Kareem, where we have failed, Ya Rabb. Help us, Ya Rabb. Guide us, Ya Rabb. Forgive us, Ya Rabb. Ya Rabbi Kareem, out of your rahmah, karam, and fazl, accept our du'as on this night. And let anyone who is in their heart, whether they are present or they are far, whenever they may be listening, let I grant them a share in these du'as. And I honor their pious wishes, fulfill their pious requests, forgive us all for our sins, and make us amongst your true lovers and beloveds. Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Kareem, Rabbana takabbal minna innaka anta sameeul alim. وتوب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على حبيبه سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين برحمتك يا أرحم